You know our slogan around here is better practice, better life. But we're taking this belief to the next level. And we've recently announced the creation of a new association. It's called the Best Practices Association. Our association celebrates the mindset that is better practice, better life. This mindset celebrates time, healthy living, personal growth, clinical excellence, and impacting the lives of your patients and your team through intentional leadership. In fact, we are the work-life balance experts in dentistry. The BPA will coach independent dental practices like yours to thrive by sharing best practices and operational habits, behaviors, systems, tools, and insight that lead to profitability and sustained growth, and you can still have a life. So if you're a dentist that wants to surround yourself with great thinkers, let us help you create your own version of Better Practice, Better Life. Go to actdental.com forward slash BPA or hit the link in the show notes. Yo, yo, yo. Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome edition of the Best Practices Show podcast. My name is Kirk Barrett and I have one goal. And my goal is to bring you great stuff from great new rock stars, established influencers to make your practice and your life better. And today we are going to do just that. We're going to bring in a kid that I've watched grow into an amazing leader in dentistry. His name is Dr. Tim Harry. We're going to talk about how you can be different and have your patients beat the door down and do something that brings you joy in your own way. You're going to love this and you're going to see how powerful it is when you pick a direction and you move confidently in that way. So check it out. We'll see you guys soon. Hey guys, welcome back to the Best Practice Show podcast where I have one goal here, one jam to share some information with some pretty cool people in this industry to make your practice and your life better. So I hope you keep showing up. And this is a really cool special episode because I've got a friend of mine in Kansas City, Dr. Tim Harry, and uh, we're gonna be talking about how you can be different in dentistry and have people beat the doors down. Now, you're gonna have to listen to this because what he's done is absolutely remarkable. And I'm so proud, I'm so proud of you because like I've watched you, you know, come into the world of dentistry and your dad was my dentist, still is to a certain degree in Kansas <laughs> City, Dr. Craig Harry. And if you're listening, it's H-E-R-R-E. These guys are amazing. And you created something completely different, unique, all that kind of stuff. But thanks for being on, brother. I appreciate it. Of course. It. Thanks for having me. All right. So now I, I want to start here. You know, I always like people to know who they're listening to. So we got a lot of young listeners, a lot of young dental. So who's Dr. Tim Harry? What do you do? Where are you at? All that kind of stuff. Well, as you said, I'm in Kansas City, you know, right down the street from where your old office used to be. Yep. Uh, I'm a third generation dentist. So my grandfather started his practice here in Kansas City in 1953. So I mean, we still have patients that have been with us 50, 60 years, which is kind of crazy. Um, but I graduated in 2008 and came in with my dad. And I mean, you know, he was, of course, my first mentor. And, you know, as you mentioned, a phenomenal restorative dentist, you know, has always been into you know, doing things a little bit different in his own mind. And, you know, we'll get into like my differences as well on kind of from his, but, you know, he opened my, when he was going through some 
occlusion, like TMJ training, I was still in school and they let me just tag along. And of course I didn't understand any of it, but my eyes were opened. And then, you know, when you're, when you see that, especially from the get go, that doesn't change in a minute. So, you know, already, you know, from the first day of practice, you know, I was kind of learning from him and doing some of the stuff that he was, you know, as far as, you know, full mouth, you know, restorative and TMJ and, um, occlusal. And then eventually, you know, as the years go on, you know, you kind of realize, Hey, all these TMJ patients are airway patients, which airways have been the buzzword in dentistry lately. And that just kind of took me down the rabbit hole of, well, what's next, Right. you know, not being satisfied. It's always like, well, what's next, you know? And so you, you see a common thread between all the adults that have sleep apnea, TMJ, whatever it may be. I mean, just their mouth breaking down and you realize that, Hey, all these things were happening when they were kids, right. but they were never spotted or, you know, treated or addressed. So, you know, my goal and passion then became, well, let's try to figure out, you know, how can we prevent the kids from being these adults, you know, like of our generation and, you know, what can be done about it? You know, so I've kind of, um, seeked out a lot of good mentors over the years. And really for me has been not, not as much taking like tons of courses, but I've just found, been lucky to find a bunch of good mentors yeah. that have been passionate about the same thing. Like one of my, you know, best mentors and orthodontist, you know, Dr. Mary Burns. And, you know, she was the first person I ever heard talk about airway over about 12, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so, I mean, that, that's been, you know, a game changer with that. Yeah. So go back to, and so one of the things I'm going to brag about you for a second, because one of my favorite things about you is that when you're, you know, what we're talking about here today. So just to get you guys caught up is, and, and I'll just reiterate this point. So this morning we had our, you know, our study club and we're talking, and I actually mentioned you in front of everybody else is differentiation. One of the things that you'll understand in your journey of dentistry, a couple of things, number one, you got to find your, your path. Tim, you found your path. Your dad is one of my mentors. He's unbelievable at what he does. And you learn from him and then you're like, I'm going to chart my own path. The other thing that you're going to understand is if you get out of network, once the training wheels come off, it's not about writing a letter and having people pay full fee. And then you're at the Holy Grail. You got to be good at something in order for people to beat the doors down. So, uh, and I love how you have continued your journey. You were here not too long ago with a study club with Maggie Graham and a lot of those other people that are on. And then I heard through the grapevine, you guys also went to California and, and learned from somebody out there too. So you're on this search to learn from everybody. I, I mean, I'm paraphrasing what I heard. Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, like, as you mentioned earlier, I mean, you're, you know, all the people that you interview and everybody's a CE junkie. So, I mean, there, there's always, there's always more to learn yeah. and stuff. You know, it's, you, I tell the team that every day, you know, you, you know, we know what we know today and then tomorrow we do better. And yeah. I mean, so, I mean, it's always going to be that way. Yeah. I love it. I want you to, I want you to talk about the steps in your journey. So when it comes to being, like, how did you get into this? Now, let me preface this. You're going to be talking about holistic dentistry. And I told you this 25 years of me being in there, like holistic dentistry was one of those things. If you said it 25 years ago, it had different meetings. It had to do like with the metals and the materials and it's taken a new shape. And so talk about the steps, what inspired you, where you were headed, what happened as a result of your practice. I mean, that's a lot to throw at you, but like going back to what I said a little bit ago about starting out with the, the TMJ background and, you know, the, the curriculum I went through, through a group called OBI, you know, it was very biologic 
as far as, Hey, if it's healthy, it's beautiful. It's, it's natural. It's what God intended. So, you know, if the joints are in the right position, the bite's going to be balanced and so forth. And so it's starting with good skeletal foundational principles. And then, you know, when you realize, Hey, not every, all your patients are responding to the, you know, that type of treatment, what's going on. Then, you know, it, I think with, within dentistry, everybody's within their own bubble and their own practice. And I didn't really realize there was a lot of other stuff out there or didn't start connecting some of my own dots until kind of like what you're doing with this podcast. I started listening to a bunch of podcasts and hearing all these other people talk about amazing things that they were doing within their own practice or classes they were taking. And my mind was kind of, I'm like, you can do that. Like I had no idea. Yeah. And you kind of get stuck. And, you know, even though my dad was doing great things, you know, he'd been a dentist for 30 years and you kind of get your own path and you may get stuck a little bit. So, you know, I was still young enough. I'm like, that's so cool. Like, I'm, like yeah. I had no idea you could do that. I, I want to keep going down that path. And so you just kept listening and learning. And then I, you know, I, I went through a couple of courses and some good, some bad, but you know, they just kind of kept opening doors to new mentors, new courses, new really friends all around the country within dentistry that are, you know, younger dentists trying to set up practices this way. And then you just keep learning from each other and, you know, trying to figure out, Hey, this is what's working for me and so forth. And, but that's been trying to get outside of my own, you know, ecosystem right. and get involved with other people has been the biggest thing. Yeah. So if I were to ask you what kind of practice do you have, what is, what does a week look like for you? Where, how would you describe your practice and what you've created? So that, that's interesting because it's, there are some weeks that I don't pick up a handpiece for restorative, you know, and that's kind of where I'm going. And there are, you know, some weeks where I do it a little bit more, but you know, my dad, I'm, I'm lucky that my dad's still working because it's, it's nice to have him still help with things. Cause I mean, he can do a lot of the restorative that he's great at because we almost have two different practices and he's been 40 years and he has a bunch of patients that have been with him for that amount of time. So he has, you know, a bunch of patients that are, you know, say all, you know, around 60, 70, you know, close to his age that, you know, there'd be day, our days look so funny. Cause like I could have a day where I don't see anybody older than like 15 and he doesn't see anybody younger than like 50. Wow. So I, I do tons of like, you know, I, and the thing that one of the, I don't know, just like things I've noticed with business over the years that I've always kind of thought like, if you do something for kids or for dogs or for pets, like people would do whatever for their kid or their dog. Right. You know, and so when, in, you know, it really kind of hit home once I started going down the path of, you know, trying to work on how can I help kids and get more involved in that, um, you know, and then I just kind of fell into doing a bunch of you know, like tongue tie releases on kids and especially infants start connecting with tons of different therapists all over Kansas city and from hours away. So, I mean, that's predominantly what a day looks like is tons of tongue tie releases on infants to kids, to adults, and then just a bunch of new patient consults on kids on. It's almost like facilitating, like uh, come in, I'll do the consult and say, okay, you need to see this person, this person, this person, and then really just try to connect the dots for the mom or the yeah. family. And, you know, and most of the time the moms are just more like, thank you. You know, I just needed somebody to listen to me right. and someone to not think I'm crazy or I just want validation for, you know, all of the research I've done or the mom groups that I'm in, you know, cause the, the moms that come in, I mean, they, within the traditional medical model or like even dental model, they go all these places and say, I think there's a problem. I think there's a problem. I'm like, no, everything's fine. They're going to out, you know, they, they will outgrow it. And, 
you know, by and large, that's not usually true. Right. And, stuff. and so they just want somebody to almost like be able to just sit and listen to them yeah. and guide them on their journey. And I tell them all the time, like, you know, my goal is just to try to guide you. Like here's, you know, especially with the kids or even adults, it's like, this is step one, this is step two, this is step three, it doesn't all have to be done at one time, but let's just kind of start to put the path together and what looks right for you. And, you know, I think my, my goal for each person is to always give them a choice and Hey, here's your choices. Like there, there's, yeah. you know, there's no, you know, coercion or force with any of that. And I think everybody just wants a choice to make the best decision for themselves or their family. Yeah. And, and again, I'm, you're, you're a very humble guy. So I'm going to go there and just ask you the questions, you know, like you chose this very awesome, unique part of dentistry. And some people say, I don't know how you would put the business together. And like, uh, you know, I'm going to lead you with these words, but like, once you're passionate about something that's going to take care of itself, like you are crazy busy right now doing something you love. So if I'm a young dentist listening and I'm like, I don't know if it's a good idea for me to go in this direction, even though I love it, what would you say? You know, I think you got to figure out what's right for you because, you know, I've, I think I've got caught in the trap too. Like you listen to a lot of other people talk about their practice and you're like, I have 10 practices or I'm doing X, Y, and Z. I'm like, but you know, like, well, what, what's right for you? You know, like, right. do you want something small, something big? What procedures do you like to do? Who do you want to, you know, what do you want your clients to look like? So, you know, I think it's figuring it out who you are first. And you, know, you talked about your differentiator that you have your clients go through. Um, so I think it's a lot of, you know, looking inward first and, you know, what do I want for myself and what type of lifestyle do I want or, you know, and that's like, you know, you've always heard you say like dentistry is the best profession because you can choose what you want, right? You can choose your hours. You can choose the people that you want to see. So, um, I think starting there and then that opens the door because everybody all the time is like, well, you know, I want an airway practice, but you know, what does that truly mean? I mean, I think, you know, the airway being a buzzword can mean a lot of different things to a lot of people. Even holistic can mean a lot of different things to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. But what does it mean to you? And how do you want to, how do you want to spin it? Yeah. And again, I'm a geek about this stuff. So go back to those two words. Um, So airway, if if you've already said, it's one of the most important subjects that's it, but we actually have airway camps now. Like people are divided on what this means and um, talk about what holistic means to you. Like describe it. Well, I think we'll start with airway. I think some of that's kind of hard because there's, there's a lot of different opinions on, you know, how to, how to treat it. I mean, it's like TMJ too. I'm like, everybody has their appliance. Everybody has their, you know, way of doing something, each curriculum they have, you know, their own opinion on that. And people get entrenched in that. Like my way is the right way. I'm like, I think it's good to learn a little bit of all of it and see, you know, what you can take from it. And you know you may have a tool that works great in your hand. So, you know, stick with that. I don't think it's, you know, um, necessarily a, a good thing to try to get in an argument with people on like, my appliance is better than yours, or I do something different than you do with airway. Like, you know, hopefully we all have the same underlying, you know, end result or goal to get there and right. stuff. But, um, you know, the air, airway for me is more, you know, it's, I, I don't do a lot of traditional sleep appliances, but more going along the holistic route, you know, how can we try to figure out what's the root cause and how can we go there and fix it? Whether that's me or usually a team of people, you know, that help with that. And, you know, the way you do it with the kids is, well, it's prevent and guide growth versus wait and go backwards with that. Um, but holistic to me is not like, I tell people all the time, like, I'm not going to beat you up on, you know, what products you use or, you know, fluoride or tell you, you have to, 
you know, take amalgams out because they're toxic or root canals, things like that. And, you know, try to educate people so they can make their own decision with all that. But I think it's more looking at the whole person and the whole picture and, you know, really looking at their overall total health and try to help them connect their dots with that. Yeah. Go further. Like, yeah passionately when you're doing your exam or getting to know, like, what are some of the things that you do either comprehensive exam or preclinical, like what's important to you around this system that you're building? You know, is there anything unique that you'd share or, um, cause I haven't asked you this. I, you know, some people are like, you know, it, 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 speak about that. Is there anything unique to your process? You're like, this is really important for us to learn about our patients as we get to know them. Well, I think number one is what do they want and, and right. what are their goals? You know, what, a, you know, what does the parent want for, you know, their child versus project what we want on them? Um, you know, I, th- I think that's probably the biggest thing, you know, is always ask them like, you know, well, you know, what do you want? Cause then you can tailor what you're talking about to what their needs and goals are and, and give them choices based on that. Yeah. Um, Cause it's not always a one size fit all. And so I think, you know, first and foremost is just listening to them and their story you know, so hopefully, you know, whatever your intake forms are, or however you want to do your consultation or, you know, however you look at your CBCT scan or, you know, whatever it may be, you know, then it's, then it's kind of, it's tailoring it to each person based off of listening first. Um, I, I think that's always the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I also, yeah. I, I love, you know, you guys got to follow Tim on marketing because he's pretty, it's pretty creative. Like some of the things you do, I would imagine in your practice, as you pick a direction and you're different and you're, you know, building a patient base what would you say about somebody on the marketing side of things now? Uh, and I'll say this, like there's, there's a certain type of patient now that you're attracting, like how important is that your messaging and then how you ask for referrals? How have you built this? You know, to, to be honest, I, I don't do a lot of external marketing, but it kind of just caught like wildfire because of, I, I think when you find like you've alluded to the path that you want to take, and you're passionate about it, that it, it may take time, but things kind of fall into place if you're just always trying to figure things out. Because if this hasn't been an overnight thing, it's like, okay, we're going to try this software. We're going to talk about it this way, or we're going to do this thing within the office. And maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, and then tinker with it and move on to the next thing with that and stuff. And so, I mean, I think it's always trying to you know keep learning and you know moving forward with some of that. But I think the biggest thing that I did was when I started getting into all of this stuff, that especially it was when I got in with the kids, that's when it went crazy. Cause then the moms talk, the mom groups, right. that almost is the marketing, the self-marketing you need, you know, and, but there's very, very few people in this whole area that do the similar things that I do as far as procedure based or with babies or tongue tie and stuff. So people come from all over just because it's, it's such a unique niche. Yeah. And I mean, that, that's been the biggest thing is like, I found a procedure or I found something that I enjoy that no one else does. So when all the other people in town or therapists and moms hear about it, that they have to come see you. Yeah. But then they know that, you know, when you come in, you're doing it for the right. I think that's the biggest thing. You're doing it for the right reasons as well. And it's not just, Hey, airways, the buzzword It's going to make me a lot of money. Right. Um, like you find something that you enjoy and take it. And then the other biggest thing was, you know, when I rebranded to include like holistic in my name, that brought in a whole other group of people. Really? You know, they, they, they come in because they want something different, but they're more opening to listening to the message that you have. 
And they're more open to you sitting down and educating them and your team educating them on, Hey, this is what I see versus it's broken. Fix it. Yeah. They'll be more proactive with their care and more receptive to, Hey, I'm not in pain, but I see these things. Let's make a long-term game plan, you know, to help get me on track. And then, you know, and when I think it's something too, that that part of it has helped in a certain way to where as a non-specialist, you know, I think dentists are always afraid to refer to another dentist because you're going to steal my patient or everybody's very fearful. And I mean, there's so much to go around, but, you know, I don't get a lot of referrals from actual like general dentists, but maybe specialists or all these other therapists. So, you know, the holistic dental side drives in families like crazy. And then those moms come in and, you know, maybe they're homeschool families or, you know, whatnot, but, you know, a lot of them are large families and they will do whatever, you right. know, for their three, four, five, 10 kids. Yeah. And I mean, and that's, that's really been the biggest thing for me is being able to provide the, provide the outlet for these families that are looking for somebody to listen to them and that different, that difference with that. Yeah. Now go back to the team thing. You mentioned team is, you know, educating and talking to them. You obviously are passionate on this path. You decide to go on and, you know, you're the new kid coming in. And so take us on the journey of how you, you know, not only built your internal team, but your external team, of, I, I, um, you know, myofunctional therapists, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Anything you would share on that side? Well, I, I, to be honest, I think it would have been easier to start my own practice. Like, like once I got this going, I think it would have been easier to start my own, like to have something where you're getting everybody on board with the same message from the start versus trying to retrofit an older process and completely change the mindset. And so I think it took a little bit longer to get everybody on board because it was such a different way about talking about things or doing things or protocols. And especially my, my dad's been great because he's just like, Hey, I was the young dentist once working with my dad. So you can do what you want to do, but then it's trying to get him to get out of his own <laughs> path and stuff too, you know? But, um, so that, that's, that's been a challenge. It's just, you know, it's always every day. It's always reminding everybody, always talking to everybody and educating them and, you know, and having just conversations with your team all the time, you know, and asking them questions and how can I, and I, I feel like every day you come in and you're just always coaching. You know, right. always, always guiding. And I mean, it's, it's a lot of work. I mean, and it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of work yeah. and I mean, it hasn't been an easy process at all, but I mean, it's, it's, it's very, I mean, it's, it's fun because you, you're doing what you're talking about, what you love. Yeah. And you can see that all the time with you. Yeah. You know, you, I know you love the education, the research and where are we on the map with this airway thing? This is not going away. You know, where do you see this going? in the next, it's anyone's guess, but the next five, 10 years, where do you think we're at? You know, I I think as far as looking at dental offices individually, I think that's the cool thing is that the research may take us in a lot of different directions, but I think some things will change is that you will see more and more people probably starting to treat, especially orthodontists, hopefully, you know, younger kids, and I, I think that if they don't, a lot of people will be left behind because that's what the moms and the public are starting to learn. And there's a lot more information out there about that. Um, 
But then I also think you can take any of the education and research and make it what you want. If you are happy doing what you want to do and you just want to be, you know, airway aware and say, Hey, this is, I see this going on, but you know, you should go see this person. Cause I don't do any of that stuff. Totally fine. If you want to do traditional sleep appliances, Hey, you're helping somebody. If you want to do the orthodontic side of it, or, you know, get to the root cause and things that I think there, the research will continue to open up pathways for however you want to look at. And I don't think there's going to be a right or wrong way right. with that, you know, just because there's going to be different appliances to handle the same thing. If that makes sense. I mean, there's, it makes perfect sense. There's a lot yeah. of different ways, but, but, I, but I think it will be driven down to more and more handling it more from the start, right. handling it with kids. Cause you can, but you, they're, they're so easy to treat. It's much harder to backtrack on, you know, adults. Right. The cool yeah. thing about this industry and you and I have talked a lot. I do think this is the greatest industry ever. Like you can create an amazing practice and you can serve a lot of people and 25 years of doing this. Um, there's, I, I can't remember two things coming on the scene more powerful than the word airway and the systemic link, you know, the overall, and I, I feel like dentists are going to be busier than ever, you know, right now to the estimate, it's a $350 billion industry. It's going to be 700 billion by 2030, the aging population. I mean, I think there's a lot of opportunity for people to serve the public the way that they want to and uh, do it their own way. And that's why I just love chronicling your journey. This is our first podcast. We're going to have you come back and share more, but uh, what are some other insights? Like as you started to go down this path that you would share, if I'm a young listener, what would you say? You know, it's that it, it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, <laughs> I miss mean, a lot of work, but I mean, you, and there's a lot of great mentors out there. I mean, you know, you've had tons of them on your podcast that have been, you know, talking about airway for a, a long time. You know, but I mean, it doesn't have to be just, you know, airway and stuff. I mean, you could be doing things for, you know, other reasons within, you know, growth and development on kids. And, you know, I mean, that hopefully the airway is the end result, but, you know, it's just providing an outlet for, you know, other people to, you know, come in, like, like you mentioned earlier, just being a, you know, a differentiator and that's, that can look like a lot of things, but, yeah. you know, but to me, I did, I just hope like, cause I hear away a lot that it things stem for, you know, the right reasons, like you're doing it for the right reasons to, you know, right. get into it, to help people verse. It's just another, you know, moneymaker for my practice and, you know, where you're taking it. And, and I think you see that a lot, maybe with, you know, certain education and stuff too. So I've got the next best thing, you know, and you really try to figure out, you know, how things work and, you know, where you're at and stuff. I mean, that's, you know, and how much of it do you want? And I think also too, is how much of it do you want to handle? Cause I mean, it right. can be, it can be very complex and you can, you know, I've learned the hard way with a lot of this stuff that, you know, it's a lot of companies sell things, I think to general dentists as this is an airway appliance. or this is an expansion appliance. And I think there's a lot of smoke and mirrors behind some things without naming some names, but it, you know, I've tried things and you learn the hard way on, okay, well that doesn't work on this type of patient or this person or like, yeah. and so you know, it, it's, that's the, I think, I think that's the hard part too, is trying to sift through some of that. Yeah. I love it. So what's next for it's, you? It's challenging. That, that part's challenging. Yeah. Um, I always know you're working on something. What are you working on? For, for me, a couple of things. I mean, just more within, I mean, uh, my practice to begin with is that, you know, I'm, I've just hired some new team members to help handle new patient flow and continue to develop your systems and all the stuff that you preach and love. Um, so I was trying to fine tune that to fit the growth 
you know, that we're having now and, you know, and just changing the, the continued education kind of within the team and the practice. But I think the biggest thing is that, you know, my dad will be around, I don't, who knows how long, but I mean, he, he's more than welcome to stay <laughs> however long he wants because we need the help, but um, trying to figure out how to get in a, a like-minded associate or two in to, you know, help handle that side of the practice where I can kind of run with these things that I want to, and, you know, be able to, you know, handle the patient flow, but then our longstanding patients too, you know, to continue yeah. to service them. So that's number one. And um, like you mentioned, being at your office a while ago, trying to work with a group of, you know, other, you know, younger dentists that ha- are doing very similar things with, you know, kids and airway and their practices on, you know, trying to provide an outlet for other general dentists to answer a lot of the questions that you've asked today. How do I make this work? Yeah. Um, not as much heavy clinical because there's a lot of different ways, but more, this is what I've tried. These are some failures, you know, don't do this, like, you know, do this and kind of what your study clubs and all the masterminds are about get together with a bunch of other, you know, seek out your mentors and, you know, friends and colleagues that are, you know, doing things similar and, you know, lean on them and, you know, don't be afraid to share information. Yeah. And I'm going to, I mean, again, you're very humble. I'm going to expose some of your secrets. So when you call me or you're texting me and you're like, I'm in town, I'm like, where are you? And you're like, oh, I'm actually in Maggie's practice today. And then the study club was meeting tomorrow. So you were like seeing it in action before you guys were going to talk about it. And that's powerful. Like, can you just, when I was young, when I was in my twenties and I'm going to encourage you guys to do this. If you're a young dentist, that's like some of the best learning ever is I would call a dentist or just show up and go, Hey, you know, so-and-so sent me or Pete Dawson would say, go see this guy. And of course, when you knock on the door and you say, Pete sent me, they were like, come on in. And most any dentist who's a good person, they're like, check it. I'll show you everything. Um, you and I have a mutual friend, Bob Marges. He has an open door policy. Anyone in the country can come watch him work for a day. Like he's a master. You know how many people taking him up on that? Like two. Yeah. It's no, free. I, I, I think that you is know? powerful. Cause I mean, like I mentioned earlier, the like the podcast became an outlet like that for me. Like you can step into other people's practices without really being there, but right. you, you can hear a lot of stuff. But I think that is great when you find, when you find some like-minded individuals that, you know, go spend a day with them, you know, and I've got so many different like text threads or things with, you know, other, you know, friends or dentists, like always sharing, thankfully technology makes it easy now, like sharing a scan or sharing a case and sharing, Hey, what would you do here? you know, and, and stuff. And you learn a lot from just other people's opinions and ideas as well. Like, don't, don't think it all has to be on you and in your head. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Dude, I just, I'm so proud of you. I love watching your journey. I love watching you, what you're doing. And uh, I can't wait to see what you do next, but any last thoughts you have uh, when you talk about being different and having people show up your practice, bang the doors down? Um, not as much that we have you know, I, I think that I've touched on a lot of those things is fine, you know, it, because it is, you know, I mean, you've always preached, you know, dentistry, it, it's great, but it's not easy. No. You know, I mean, you, you go home and it, it, it never leaves you. You can't go on vacation and stop thinking about it a lot. So, um, you know, these things that, you know, you're passionate and that you get into and stuff, you know, when you're doing it for the right reasons and stuff, then it doesn't make it as time consuming always thinking about it and always tinkering with it and stuff. And so I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, what your values, what your goals are, what's in it for you. And then run with that. Cause otherwise I think it'll, I mean, it's like everybody always says with any job, if you don't enjoy it, it's going to be a challenge. So. Amen. Love it. Amen. Yeah.
Now, if I'm listening, I want to just check out what you're doing. Tell us how, how can I follow you? Like either on, on social media or your website, like how do I find out more about what you're doing? Well, I've got nothing personal necessarily like courses and things to promote, but you know, just love sharing information. And, you know, if anybody wants to connect and, you know, have a conversation on the side or, you know, email and stuff, then he knows kind of what, what it leads to. But um, yeah, I'm on Instagram at holistic dental KC or, you know, it's Dr. Tim at holistic dental KC.com for at at gmail.com. Sorry for, for uh, email and then holistic dental KC.com. Awesome. That's it. So more than happy to share and, you know, connect. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for being on. So I really appreciate it. And so check that that out, you guys. If you didn't take notes today, don't worry. If you're listening to Google, you know, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, flip up. We're taking notes for you. So flip up to the notes. You're going to see all the things that Tim mentioned. You'll actually see his website. You can click on it, check it out uh, and uh, see more of it. So stick around. We'll say goodbye to everybody else, Tim. But thank you guys for listening to the Best Practices Show. Hey, if you enjoyed today, just do us a favor. Hit the share button, share it with your friends. You guys, I love the suggestions you guys are sending. I'm doing my best to line them up. We'll, uh, you'll see a lot of that here in the coming weeks. But until we see you guys next time or you hear from us next time, keep watching the best practices show. You guys enjoy your day. So there you have it. Another great episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, and thank you for showing up. I just want to thank you for being here and sharing the good word with your friends. And if you're really enjoying the podcast, could you do me a favor? Could you go to wherever you consume the podcast and just give us a four or five star review? Here's what that does. It allows us to find other great people like you. I love this profession so much. I'm gonna spend the rest of my professional life finding great information so that you can consume it and your friends can consume it so that you can create a better practice and a better life. So keep spreading the word and we will see you guys soon. Have a great day, everybody.